very warm welcome to all my listeners. This is Veronica and I am your host for Insider's Talk. On Insider's Talk, you will get to hear stories from entrepreneurs, how their journey started, how they ended up doing their ventures, how they uh, helped their ventures to grow and scale over a period of time, how was their employment process and what they think about the employment trends that are happening nowadays in the startup industry and also a few tips and tricks that they are sharing based on their personal learnings with the entrepreneur. So this insider's talk will give you an insight on their mindset, will give you an insight on their ventures and hopefully is going to inspire many aspiring entrepreneurs there. If you are stuck, if you want to hear stories where people have scaled and grown, if you want to hear stories where people have found solutions that is helping the society, if you want to hear stories where people have identified the gaps and are trying to fill them in their respective sectors of interest, then Insider's Talk is the place to be. I am more than happy to have you here with me and let's dive in for our interview. I have with me founder of Sotex, Mr. Sonal Jain. Sotex is a company that helps fashion and textile companies transform digitally and we will know more as we talk with him. So Sonal, welcome to my podcast, Insider's Talk, and it is lovely to have you with me today and uh, discuss with you regarding uh, fashion industry and how the textile and how you're transforming the entire uh, industry through your solution. Thank you so much, Veronica, for having me on the call. So let's start with the first segment. Before we get into Sotex, I would like my listeners to know more about you, like, you know, who Sonal Jain is. So if you can just share a few insights about, you know, your educational background and also before Sotex happened, what were you doing professionally that would help us understand your journey? Okay, so uh, Veronica, by profession, I am a, a postgraduate with a master's and a finance degree. Uh, I started my journey in Australia, Sydney, where I completed my post-graduation. Thereafter, I was working as a, a, a banker. And uh, post my uh, uh, my first in engagement in the banking side, I got in, I uh, also happened to work with the telecom company uh, as a front-end sales uh, analyst there. And uh, it was just a very short journey post my graduation. My family business uh, compelled me to get back into and join my textile uh, family business. Uh, so that was just a family pressure at that point of time. And uh, that's the journey when I started with the textiles in 2000. And the last 20 years has been purely into this uh, fashion and textile sector where I started my journey from the uh, wholesale side or into uh, manufacturing, exports, uh, retail, uh, B2C, online. Um, and then finally, uh, when, when before I started Sodex, so I've, I've gone into various areas within the textile supply chain, both as a buyer and supplier. And that's when uh, the Sodex happened and that's the journey when the Sodex, uh, uh, you know, uh, understanding the challenges of the textile uh, supply chain and uh, of the garment manufacturers uh, being myself in that particular position. That's when I experienced and I thought Kisotex is going to be one such uh, initiative which is um, a requirement as would actually solve a lot of uh, problems and can uh, also disrupt the market in various ways 
in how the business is getting digitally activated wow that's that's quite quite a journey i would say from banking to ending up with the uh, you know textile and uh, then slowly incorporating your ideas by solving uh, problems in that particular sector digitally so how hard was it for uh, you to you know get people on board on on what you were going to do so um sotex as a platform uh, was uh, initially first of its kind though we uh, i will not term sotex as the first startup in this particular sector but in terms of b2c space and in terms of uh, the way end to end solutioning was evolved um there wasn't many platforms in this particular area um however the most of the uh landscape was primarily with the open ended platforms with doing anything to everything so for us the major challenge was how to create a differentiation for us and how to create our identity among said the first set of uh, onboarding of the users came from the fact that because i happened to be from the textile industry and uh, uh, was uh, connected with a lot of companies in the supply chain so it as a as a user it helped me to you know uh, start my journey more easily and, and in a much more in a comfort zone because people i mean i knew about these challenges and when i started discussing openly as to how the platform is going to be solving this key issues that is uh, i got the buy in from the customers and from the people uh, and the other uh, industry fraternity and then um, it was just uh, how the uh, the the solution was getting adopted easily with the users and that's just helped us to uh, take over from there on so i believe it was quite a revolution then uh, in your area in terms of revolution i would say um a part i would say it was a revolution but it was more of an uh-huh. innovation uh-huh. Uh, and a solutioning which was more importantly required um as a manufacturers uh, as i uh, if i want to give you a quick uh, outlook of the kind of challenges the manufacturers face so it is like uh, as a manufacturer people end up discovering and finding the buyers constantly for their products secondly if you are a buyer then the buyer has to find a right supplier in the vertical and if you find a supplier how do you find the credibility and uh, the fact that he can be trustable and dependable on the other side then there was a designers who had uh, who were struggling on the long uh, lead times on developing the products which is uh, apparently between 3 weeks to 6 weeks and this long lead times also comes along with the lot of wastages which goes in the raw material to create a product and once you end up creating a good product the next challenge is if uh, you get a order and you don't have the timelines to match it to that to fulfill the order um, i'm talking about the uh, business uh, on a b2b scale and if you don't have a timeline uh, on one side and you have the delivery to be meet up what do you do so then there are on the other side there are uh, suppliers and manufacturers who do not have the orders so it was very difficult for uh, supplier a to meet supplier b and supplier b to find supplier a so right. on a platform what we are solving is uh, this particular match making process which is not been done by any one as of now mm-hmm. uh, apart from this uh, there is no such area which gives the industry specific trainings right. uh, so uh, that was 
some of the primitive areas i mean these were not the primitive i would say these were more, more of a conventional challenges which the industry has been facing uh, you know repeatedly regularly and uh, this is one of the largest uh, uh, if not the uh, the uh, the largest but one of the largest it is 1.4 trillion dollars global uh, industry and not uh, there is not much which is happening in terms of technology and digital advancement in the sector so yeah. that's the thought ki we should somebody has to take a mark in uh, uh, having a background of technology plus being in the industry for 20 years i right. guess um you know plunge into this area right right that's that's quite amazing that's really and i'm pretty sure many people would be happy after using your product that you actually ventured into it and try to solve the issues so um because you already had a little bit of a customer base because of your existing business right in the same yeah. industry so you had the customers with you already who would be your you know first customers for sautex to Uh, probably implement the product digitally how were you able to create the buzz uh, from people apart from you know who your existing clients were so um, as you know uh, uh, as the journey started uh, we knew that the challenges i i personally had faced the challenges in my own business so the the product when we created and we launched it in the beta stage we already uh, it took us 6 months to launch the product and then uh, uh it took us about 6 uh, months to uh, get our first 1000 customers 1000 business customers on board and then uh, the next 1000 customers came just in 6 weeks and uh, nowadays in any good week we end up doing 1000 customers in on our platform so as as you as you were asking uh, you know this this journey has been because simply because of the fact that the adoption of the technology in the current times in the especially in the covid times has increased significantly mm-hmm. um, it it was important earlier also but because the conventional mode of business was more convenience for people so they found it uh, to be um, uh, you know challenging to adopt to a technology right. but now with the covid around and uh, the restriction on the travel restrictions of transportation and uh, face to face engagements happening so everything is now started moving digitally and that's that's the idea we are bringing on the table to the users where they can sit at the comfort of their offices at home still stay connected and look for this business opportunities which are available around the world yeah that's true that's exactly true and uh, you know with all this journey i am pretty sure you would remember your very first aha moment with southex uh, so sotex sorry for so uh, what was your first aha moment then if you can share with us see our first aha moment was the fact that uh, you know in in our first um, uh, road show which was the first exhibition when we launched in july 2018 in in the first very event we were able to get about 200 companies on board uh, within a span of 3 uh, days and um, and we also had our uh, first paid customers first subscribers in the same event it was very very uh, you know we we, we were not uh, we were not uh, projecting that it's going to uh, come out very easily but the fact that people started uh, the people trusted us and with that first launch and the kind of uh, uh, the information and the buzz that went out in that first event itself 
people uh, felt that there was somebody now who is coming out with the right solutioning and mm-hmm. that was something which was validated uh, uh, at that point of time only wow that's great that is indeed a very good aha moment i would say so so with this let's go on to our next moment and talk about sotex so if you can just um, we already know a, a fair amount of idea what it does but if you can just share a little bit more about the specialization and the services uh, that you offer uh, to your clients so uh, sotex is a b2b uh, platform uh, for fashion and textile industry it offers a range of uh, smart tools which are primarily on sales sourcing it is basically helping the users to adopt to uh, uh, digital sourcing by just clicking on to uh, a website or to a web application they can connect to 10000 plus vendors across in different categories apart from this they can liquidate their stocks they can book a business for their idle capacities uh, learn from industry experts and business leaders and uh, apart from this our uh, new initiative of design labs is an area where people are now able to reduce their uh, design uh, turnaround time which is an average of 3 weeks now to just 3 hours so these are set of services which we are doing on part of our platform okay so uh, recently you have also collaborated with uh, tukatech right to uh, provide an integrated solution for buyers designers manufacturers and suppliers all over asia so what is the impact or change that you see uh, with this collaboration that it is going to bring into the fashion industry in terms of the uh, technology um, tukatech is one of the pioneers in the 3d technology and uh, this this technology was available in the market earlier also but it was at a very high price because the upfront fees of this particular technology uh, used to be in thousands of dollars in um, uh, for the business users and uh, the early adopters of this technology was were only uh, high, uh, big companies or big, big uh, 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 buying house garment manufacturers exporters and uh, the fashion brands but with this technology coming together with with sotex and tukatech joining hands together now this collaboration is going to help companies at small and medium level even the designers students to understand how they can uh, adopt to new methods of designing without going through a physical stage of creating uh, finding fabrics finding trims and creating sketches or designs everything can be turned around on through these uh, through the smart tools and adopting these tools they can create their new range and the complete line, uh, design uh, mood boards and once their designs are created mood boards are created they can present it to the right set of buyers and users post the uh, uh, confirmation from the buyers then they can back backtrack it the complete uh, you know solution to the uh, relevant supplier so what the tools helps you is ki digitally you can pick up the products infuse it with the technology create your design uh, uh, designing of your garments and present and then backtrack it to the right set of suppliers uh, to find uh, where the raw material is going to come from so this is uh, a technology which is helping the designing uh, time getting reduced uh, which was earlier spent in uh, finding the fabric trims and accessories from various suppliers and 
assembling it together. So that's, mm -hmm. that's an area which we have reduced and we are one of the cheapest in the world uh, at this point of time. We have rolled out this technology at about $499, okay. uh, which is the cheapest uh, in the world at the moment. Right. So at $499, like you said, even students can have so, basically afford it. Yes. So for an amount of, let's say, 35,000 rupees, uh, mm. the complete designing is been available for a time of one year to them. Oh, wow. And then they can uh, actually uh, create their own uh, designs, keep it on, uh, on Showtext, uh, cloud-based storage also at any point of time. And whenever they want to refer to the suppliers, they can find those suppliers uh, directly on the platform itself. Oh, great. So you have a, you maintain a list of supplier data as well in your platform, which can be accessed by anyone who is subscribing to your uh, yes. technology. So that's the beauty of the entire application and solution mm -hmm. is that uh, you pick up the fabric, uh, make a garment, present it to the, uh, to the, uh, to the buyer. Mm -hmm. And the, once the buyer approves it, depending upon the color design, then you can backtrack the entire thing. And right. uh, this can be done through simply looking at the codes which are being offered from the platform. They can source it. They can uh, send, ask for the quotations, ask for the sample yardage once the samples get approved. Mm -hmm. That's great. So how are you maintaining exactly the supplier data? Do you have an existing data that you're using? And, uh, and basically, I also want to... No, how are you updating that data in your system? So we already have about 13,000 uh, uh, members, uh, uh, registered companies who are there on the platform. That's the, who are using Sotex platform. And there are uh, close to about 25, 30,000 designs of fabrics, trims, and accessories which are already listed on the platform. So at any point of time, anyone wants to go and search through the database, through the complete design library, it is available. And mm -hmm. this library keeps on updating on a daily basis. Every day, there are about 50 to 100 designs that are getting added. So people, this library keeps on getting updated and people can use it at any point of time. It's an open platform, which is available. Okay, okay. that's that's great. So uh, with your collaboration with Tukatech, uh, you have also recently launched uh, Sotex Design Lab. So what is the story behind that? Like, you know, how, how you uh, came forward with this particular idea? So Design Lab is a, a more of, I would say, uh, advanced design tooling, uh, which is now made, being made available. Because earlier before, uh, there, was, there are uh, designs which are available on the platform. But uh, the approach of this particular area was that the designs are available, but the design's usability in terms of creating a 3D garment and uh, using those high quality images to, uh, to find the texture of the fabric, to find the silhouette of the fabric was not easily available. You could find the fabric, you couldn't find the uh, trims, but to have it with the same texture, with the look and feel and the uh, and, and the drape of that particular fabric, which is going to come on the uh, garment, when you create a 3D garment, that was not available. Now the design lab is a simple solution which helps the uh, fabric mills and the trim manufacturers create this particular unique uh, library in such a manner that the designers, uh, manufacturers, and uh, the brands can use them in a way where they can actually see the quality and the end look of the garment together. 
so once the end look is uh, is uh, easily notifiable that is a time when people can actually uh, understand and get the business converted in a much more easier manner so that uh, once as a you know uh, as as a as a women garment if you can understand ki agar there is a drape of the uh, of a fabric if you are able to visualize it on a 3d then for you to buy that garment becomes much more easier and right. as a buyer that silhouette and that uh, drape becomes easier for them to even understand so the conversion uh, point goes uh, a lot higher when the exact silhouette and uh, textures can be uh, made visible on the uh, on the 3d garments that's the innovation we are doing in the design lab area so is this because uh, you uh, you know like you know when you shop online or or you're trying to get anything online what is it clearly mentioned that you know you might find a difference in the color when you actually receive the product so uh, does the design lab solve that issue as well like you see what you get kind of a thing there is no uh, variation in the color grading uh, well that is a little subjective matter at this point of time because um, everyone uses a lot of the electronic and the uh, you know gadgets nowadays right right and all the gadgets uh, have a different resolution and color uh, you know reflection right. through different uh, gadgets that you see while when we are getting into a design lab the idea is that we go and showcase the design in the closest possible color okay um i uh, this uh, depends a lot because the technology nowadays is becoming much more improvised and uh, things are becoming much more sophisticated in terms of uh, uh, how the zooming thing can be done on a phone or on right. a laptop so with the increase uh, intake of in technology and going forward as the cameras and the resolution become much more clearer hmm. um, of course the idea is how a product which goes inside uh, a b2b or a b2c segment how that product has been shot and how that product has been presented right. so the better the presentation of a product is there the better uh, the buying um, uh, scope of the product will improve and that is exactly what we are trying to do through a design lab that we are going to build up an ecosystem which mm-hmm. will help the uh, garment manufacturers as well as the designers to pick up the things and pre- uh, present the right quality of fabrics and colors to their end customers okay that's that's great so uh, like you said right uh, with all the collaborations and you know your new newly launched uh, sotex design lab so you are definitely expanding uh, into the digital world when it comes to uh, textile and fashion industry so what what are your future plans of expansion in the coming years so um, currently we have um, uh, the best part is uh, understanding when we when we were uh, in our early days of sotex and last year when the covid hit and we shifted to our uh, industry engagements webinars and uh, then the industrial trainings so there were this company tukatech was observing us from uh, quite some time you know uh, in terms of what we were doing and how we were you know uh, trying to solve and bring out the issues in our sessions and uh, they also knew us on the fact that we were actually uh, helping the small and medium companies to bring their businesses online 
so they approached us that uh, uh, if they can uh, you know if we can collaborate and we can present this in a much more bigger manner and that's when uh, when we uh, told them the kind of space and the the reach at which we are growing uh, in in the indian subcontinent and particularly in asia that's when they found that uh, it is very interesting and it was something which was a need of an hour uh, especially in this covid times and now uh, with the, the um, uh, with this application uh, been launched in asia so we are their asian partners now and we want to take this uh, not only within india but to bangladesh sri lanka vietnam cambodia uh, indonesia and uh, hopefully to pakistan also because these are going to be the future manufacturing countries uh, for the textile and the fashion and currently uh, the this particular uh south asian region uh, is already uh, manufacturing one third of the world fashion product line and is poised to uh, grow the business to about uh, nearly about 60% to 70% of the world uh, market over the course of next 10 years and that is where we wanted to make sure that this kind of low cost solutions are being adopted by businesses at a faster rate where they can not only reduce their time lines and uh, improve uh on their efficiency but also reduce uh, their consumption of natural resources as well as the uh, the wastages which actually go in creating the endless set of sampling so this is an area where we want to you know build it build this vertical and also help the businesses become more efficient and much more uh, faster in this through this particular process uh, that's a one good point that you raised where sustainability comes into the picture where you're trying to reduce the waste from uh, you know by going digital so to what extent can that be achieved in the fashion industry with your solution um see as this point of time what happens is uh, all the fashion brands uh, and i want to uh, just kind of uh, cover all the brands when i whether it is men's women's kids home textiles or any kind of made ups majority of the products which are getting designs and getting developed 90% of the designs don't actually see the retail store or retail floor also because of the simple fact that the the designing gets rejected due to colors due to commercials due to uh, turnaround time so these are some of the challenges where the turnaround of these designings are all always or it are uh, these are all been left out in the showrooms of the manufacturers so this kind of solution helps uh, people to reduce that timeline and the extra input of the designs that people do once they create a design show it to the customer if the customers like the colors style silhouette that's the time when they can go back and create the entire thing so in the entire process they end up uh, you know saving a lot on the fabric uh, trims consumptions which actually go on creating these designs and all as i mentioned 90% of these designs are just left out in the showrooms or they are uh, they lead, uh, they find their way into the landfills so there is no other way where how these designs can be adopted so with this technology it can save the time it can give more choices to the designers and to the buyers to make a things and further uh, you know re- reduce the impact on the environment together that's actually shocking to hear that 90% i mean that percentage is quite high compared to you know uh, what is designed so uh, with all these expansion plans and all that you have uh, 
expansion always needs to be supported with some kind of an investment or funding. So how are you managing that with Sotex? See, uh, right now, uh, the project, uh, since it's fairly a new project, Sotex, uh, it's three-year-old and we're still in the bootstrap stage at this point of time. It's uh, um, uh, me along with my partner, Shalesh, uh, we have uh, uh, invested our own money into this. But now with the uh, with, uh, with with the things coming in line and uh, we are uh, getting, uh, we are also expanding into other countries. We already have an office in Bangladesh and, uh, and uh, very shortly we're opening in Dubai also. Uh, we are looking at raising up uh, the funds for our uh, project and um, a, a, a platform like Sotex actually can help companies also not only increase this, but also for the investors if they would like to at any point of time whosoever is willing to or would be coming as an investor uh, to the project they can expect a very very good kind of returns coming into this kind of a technology oriented business model and we believe in maintaining profitability in this business so at a very soon point uh, in the next uh, year and a half we would be becoming profitable in spite of expanding into different geographies so that's the point that we are bringing in. We want to bring in the efficiency as well as we want to build a scale along with this. We are already at 13,000 and we're looking to expand it to 150,000 uh, businesses to be covered over the course of the next two to three years. Wow, that's impressive. 13,000 is quite an impressive number. So, so with that, let's move on to the next segment when we talk about, where we're going to talk about employment. So uh, because I, uh, frankly speaking, I have absolutely no knowledge about fashion industry and, and, and its working way. So how are you actually uh, hiring people in your uh, organization? Is it more on the technical aspect or you're finding a balance uh, between the fashion and the technical? See, uh, it is always good to have a balance of fashion and technical together because uh, the industry uh, uh, works through uh, uh, a various segments. So as a part of the supply chain, there are about 48 categories which are there in the uh, textile and I'm sure it is, uh, we have listed as 48, but it is much more than that. And every single category within the textile has its own unique proposition. Uh, even if you, for a simple example, if I say a fabric, a fabric can be defined in three ways. It can be uh, a cotton, uh, it can be a woven fabric, a knitted fabric and a non-woven fabric. Within then, do you have the further categorization and subcategorization? So these kind of things requires a very detailed an analogy as well as understanding of how the product and the category behaves. So industry knowledge is very important uh, for us. Yes, as a platform, we work on both the sides. Uh, but mainly what we look out is the fact that people uh, who are uh, having the knowledge, who understand the industry, but at the same time are looking to make a difference and that's the kind of people that we want to bring on board who who possess the who possess the understanding who want to make a difference and at the same time who have the fire in the belly to go out and make a change in the world so that kind of people are the people that we're looking to have it in our teams and that's the kind of mindset we are trying to develop uh, within the organization as sotex and that's what we're trying to build up for the near future also so how how are you uh, is there any training program that you are conducting internally to make sure that you know people who you are hiring technically 
uh, are also well versed with how the fashion industry works uh, yes we do have uh, various uh, training programs uh, in house also plus as a as a uh, uh, a mini educational vertical uh, which we have on the platform which is called sotex connect the idea is that we bring a lot of these uh, trainings and associations uh, with the relevant set of uh, consultants as well as uh, uh, the um, uh, the industry leaders uh, to come and train the fraternity uh, on a larger level at the same time the we first make sure that most of our internal teams are learned and are uh, adopting to these kind of new mechanisms because every single area within the business model whether it is technology whether it is um, uh, operations or uh, uh, it is customer care or communication part everything requires a detailed approach to it and uh, sotex as a business model is already evolving so our teams are being given regular trainings on various fronts and uh, uh, so we have already got about five or six people on our core team which are coming from all different areas so all our uh, core team members are coming with at least 20 years of experience and they have already uh, held responsible and uh, good positions in various multinational companies in different sectors and different uh, in uh, different geographies and they bring in lot of knowledge and that kind of knowledge goes out in uh, you know sharing uh, to our team members so lot of those data research in uh, the ai and uh, the user understanding and the uh, behavior also is been factored in our approach when we trained our uh, internal team members so it is a constant evolution process and this is an area which we are uh, slowly and steadily developing as part of our culture and people are um, uh, the people who have started with us are uh, already adopting to it and we already are now grown to about 40 plus team members in this vertical so yes slowly and steadily we are building up this culture internally in our uh, business models as well wow that's that's great i'm pretty sure it, it would be quite encouraging you know for your uh, team members also to have an environment where they can evolve and grow with sotex as well so um with this pandemic now everything as you know right it, it has become like work from home culture which has now uh, slowly started to become the new way of working so i uh, i really would like to know like you know how are you managing the morale of your team members uh, because uh, over the period of time initially it was a nice uh, rosy picture of working from home you know sitting in your pjs and uh, doing your work but now slowly i think the this isolation has sunk in where you know you feel you're working all alone uh, throughout the day uh, so how how are you keeping the morale of your team members high see uh, it is very important which you rightly said because uh, a business environment or a corporate environment i would say becomes a really motivating factors for people to come and uh, you know be in the change because they tend to move out of their houses and all but uh, uh, ironically what hap- has happened in the fact that uh, when we uh, when the first lockdown happened uh, we were very quick to pivot our business model and started into the verticals of industry engagements and training that actually helped our com- uh, all our team members to become very busy because then we were trying something very innovative which nobody had done in the industry which was reaching out and connecting to the people online through webinars through zoom and uh, google meets 
So it was very interesting, very encouraging for them because now they don't have to travel to businesses to you know go and do a physical meeting. Um, of course, there was some area where they felt that it was uh, slightly a challenge, but slowly and steadily people adopted to it. Uh, we have also internally built up the processes where we keep on doing uh, engagements. And um, even during this particular time, we do make it a point that after every uh, you know few weeks, uh, we get the teams together and we still meet up and catch up for uh, you know uh, on on a on a meals together. So those kind of uh, initiatives have helped us to maintain the morale of the team. And that's an area which is still because uh, of the fact that as a tech company, we are we were able to adopt to it uh, in a little faster manner. And uh, we were able to put in the processes where we can do the things in a much more at the ease of, uh, you know, through electronic gadgets. So now going forward, I see this as becoming a little bit uh, more of a comfort zone for uh, both the members where they don't have to you know spend time in traveling and everything and most of the time things that they are doing they're they're all getting logged recorded so uh, they're all uh, kind of now coming into a comfort zone but very soon we will be coming back to the office culture the moment the things settle down also yeah, that's that's true. Slowly, when the office culture will uh, come back, I think that would be another challenge to get yeah. people into that mode. So, um, uh, you know, uh, if anybody wants to apply in in Sotex uh, to be a part of uh, this uh, solution building, what yeah. are the what are the things that you look into when you hire a new employee, whether it is an experienced uh, person you are hiring or uh, somebody straight out of college? See, we are open to uh, having both kind of mindsets in our business model because we always look for fresh ideas. Uh, so if there are uh, young uh, people, because we already have a team of about uh, four or five people who are interns who are working on this model. So we are quite open to that area where because always the new ideas comes from the young, uh, uh, young people. And uh, young people also carry a lot of energy. But at the same time, uh, what we also believe is the fact that there always has to be a balance. So our core team is the one which is coming with the right set of balance of experience as well as uh, you know how to adopt to the changes, how to adopt to the technologies, and how to help uh, manage the people. So our core team currently is more on the experience side. Yet uh, we have members in all our uh, uh, in all our verticals, both from the young side as well as from the experience side. So as I said, uh, we like to maintain a balance of both coming together. That's great. I, I hope that you are doing it because getting a balance is itself a challenge. And if you achieve that, then there is nothing like it. So uh, let's let's move on to our last segment where we have a little light chit chat and <laughs> you know talk more about you. So you know, when you entered this whole thing of starting up a business, uh, Sotex, so what was, what is your favorite aspect of being an entrepreneur? See, my favorite aspect was making an impact. And uh, I've already been in the journey for 20 years and uh, the family business was, uh, yeah, it was going on. We, we, we worked uh, for some, uh, you know, big brands, uh, big international brands. But uh, the challenge and the struggles were the same. And uh, more or less, uh, the solutioning 
did not came out from outside uh, the box. So what we thought was, well, whenever we want to see a solution, we need to see inside a box. And that's the kind of, uh, you know, area where we were thinking, yeah, rather than changing the business model altogether, why not uh, change things within the business model? What can be done differently? Uh, how technology can play an important role? Uh, while the technology, we have been seeing it, that it is disrupting everywhere, every single industry technology is disrupting. What is that we can disrupt within our own uh, businesses, uh, within our own uh, industry, and what new changes we can bring in on the table using the technology. And that's an area which always used to fascinate me. I've already uh, had the experience of running uh, a B2C platform in my uh, in my initial uh, time. Uh, not, I, I mean, just prior to Sotex, I used to, uh, I had a chance of running as a, a B2C platform where we always already had a chance of working with a large amount of B2C customers in different different areas on the fashion side. So customer mindset was more or less known to me. Technology was an area which I always be, you know, I am very, very excited when I learn about new technology at the same time. Uh, even in my current time, while I am, uh, you know, working on Sotex, I'm already developing and uh, improving my skills on the, on the innovation side. And I'm doing a, a degree from, um, I mean, so doing a, a course from MIT US to improve an area where you know how you can do things in a much more faster manner, and you can do things in a much more uh, uh, an area where uh, things can be, uh, be easy and can be identifiable and uh, can bring a change faster. So that's the area where it always excites me. If you can bring an ease for the customer, uh, mm -hmm. if there can be some way the problems can be solved in an easier way by using a uh, lower amount of resources, how can we bring it on the table and how we can do it for the entire ecosystem? So this is an area which I it really fascinates me and that's the area I like to be in. Right, you put it very correctly, actually, you know, finding a solution, yes, it is important to first identify the gap and get the solution, but to get a solution which is easy to implement is, is, is a big challenge. And I think if you can solve that and, you know, get something very easy uh, to implement where a non-techie guy can also buy the product and use mm. it with complete ease, I think you have achieved something over there. So See, it uh, was, um, just to add on to your point, uh, uh -huh. It was, um, you know, when, when we launched our first version, uh, first version and we got our first feedbacks of the customers. Uh, one area which we quickly understood was the fact that uh, in our industry, even though people are used, uh, are habitual to uh, uh, Facebook and WhatsApp and uh, LinkedIn, uh, but still if they are given a user interface, which is, a CRM kind of a thing, they still feel there is a challenge. So mm. what we have done is we made our um, Sotex application so simple in terms of the user uh, user interface that on a mobile, on a click of a button, people can find the new inquiries, new opportunities. They can see what are the new stocks available, where the new vendors are, where their own products are. So we've made the interface in such a manner that it is very, very simplistic. And people can adopt to this. Whosoever is using a WhatsApp or is 
can use a facebook kind of interfaces they are able to you know use and uh, play around with this particular product and at the same time because it is a business oriented product they can actually see opportunities on a daily basis Uh, right. just by uh, scanning through the uh, uh, through the mobile app for 15 20 minutes they can actually see what are the new opportunities on a coming on daily basis so that was an area which we wanted to achieve and we are still working to make this user interface much more simpler so mm-hmm. uh, it's this is an area which is uh, more evolving for us and we are adopting to this change faster also right right so uh, there is one thing that definitely sotex has done for me is busted my myth of uh, thinking that nothing technical happens in the fashion industry so mm. is there any other myth that you would like to uh, bust for our uh, listeners when it comes to fashion industry and tech um see honestly speaking there is nothing called a myth of uh, you know uh, or there is any uh, challenge the only thing is how you approach to the entire set of problem it is there uh of course uh you do not get all the solution in one go uh but as you start looking at uh, uh as you start looking and evaluating the solution from a different angles you will definitely find that you get to a area or you get to a point where you will see that if the things are done through this way it is much more faster and easier and Uh, it may happen in you know first go it may happen in the fifth go it may happen in the 10th go but yes the things will happen so my uh, take is ki in case if you start looking at for the solutions you definitely get to find the easier solution and the way you approach at the things if you're looking at solving something in a accurate manner you find support coming from the global peers also and that's that's the kind of uh, you know mindset i i have built it around uh, and i keep building with my team also that try to find uh, solutions for your customers at the fastest possible manner and that's what we intend to do going forward wow that's quite valuable so um let's let's go a little bit more lighter can can you share with us you know any hobbies or anything that you pursue other than sotex because sotex i know is your passion and is your number one priority <laughs> but other than that because you know you do some extra activities or something at times when you when you feel uh, stuck up or you know worked up or stressed there is something that you would be doing to get out of that mindset uh yes there are a couple of things i do um i am a cricket lover so uh even at this time i sometimes take a time to go and uh, not only watch but also play cricket myself so uh the place where i live uh, the community uh, that we live in we have a cricket team and uh, you know at any point of time whenever uh-huh. i feel too much low in that particular week or so i make it a point to go and play some cricket so it gives me a little lighter time apart from this whenever i get a time um, i love to drive on my own um mm-hmm. on a long trip so it gives me a lot of energy as well as ideas and clarity to my own thoughts and how i can approach to the problems so right. these are the two things i would say and of course with covid being around otherwise i you i i was very fond of traveling and uh, going and uh, understanding new things going to the mm-hmm. new places and that helps me understand the cultural and how to uh, you know infuse and how to break the cultural myths so these are the three passions i uh, normally follow whenever possible in my time Okay so you spoke about cricket so when you talking about cricket one thing came to my mind 
So really want to know if you are really stressed out. Do you take wickets or hit sixes? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah so uh, i i i would go with the first one i take uh, more of a wickets than hit sixes so i believe that uh, when you are trying to you know uh, solve a problem you need to find an angle to it and right. pitch yourself in the right corners if you're pitching yeah. in the right corners of course you tend to uh, save the runs as well as take the wickets which is valuable for your business or for your team so in both the cases i i use cricket as a strategy for my own business i often give examples to my own team members okay to look at cricket not from a game perspective but look at the cricket from a strategy perspective as to how they have to adopt, you know approach a customers how they have to solve the things and how they have to integrate together as a teams at various times uh, to make sure that uh, things becomes more easier for the business as well as for themselves well one thing is clear that the sport is extremely close to your heart <laughs> if you can get cricket into your explanation and how to get your team motivated then definitely cricket is right in your heart so um you know with uh, with this like you know there's um, one hypothetical thing i want to uh, put up which i find sometimes really fun to uh, speak with my guests like you know if i give you a time machine and uh, you're given one chance to go back to one of the early days when you started uh, sotex what is one thing that you would like to change um okay that's a tough one uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um you know uh, in my in my early days um when i uh, when i had uh, you know a simple thought and i was looking at approaching this thought uh, through a different angles uh, one thing i definitely made a mistake was um, um spend money in traveling too much and uh, spend money on putting up uh, road shows and exhibitions and you know uh, uh, getting the first set of users on board so as i mentioned earlier our first set of 1000 users came in a span of 6 months so that 6 months was a tough time when we had uh, done about back to back 6 7 uh, you know um, uh, exhibitions uh, the first exhibition was a very good one but then subsequent exhibitions uh, we had to go at different countries different places just to get and uh, get those initial set of users and businesses on board but slowly slowly we started adopting to the technology and uh, the more we started adopting the technology it was easier for us to understand how this myth can be broken out so if i was to do this thing again i would like to save all that money which we have spent in uh, doing all these exhibitions across in the southeast asia to get those users um uh, and uh, we could definitely have been slightly more you know uh, better off in terms of our spending and we could have been much more wiser but mm-hmm. yes as i said it is always a learning curve right. and uh, so when you learn something of course you know how to uh, improve uh, and not to make those mistakes again so now we have learned this and we are definitely now building up a model which is much more through a collaborative way and that's mm-hmm. working beautifully for us now that's lovely to hear so uh, lastly i would uh, really you know it would help out to all our uh, listeners who want uh, who are thinking or are on the way 
of their uh, entrepreneur journey. So is there any kind of an advice that you would like to share to them? Um, so uh, two advices I would like to give to the users. Uh, first of all, don't be afraid of making mistakes because every entrepreneur uh, does it. Uh, so you are not the only one. Even I have done a lot of mistakes in my initial journey. Um, second thing uh, is never be afraid of asking help from anyone. Um, whether it is your mentors, whether it is your friends, whether it is uh, your business associates, do seek and help. Um, the only thing that you can get is no, but uh, at the same time, what you can also get is, is a yes. So uh, the no's is something which, uh, you know, uh, takes away the, uh, the encouragement of not trying new things. But uh, at the same time, the yes is, do makes it a point that it uh, helps you and supports uh, you supports you to uh, do things at a faster level. But uh, I would say ki if you can create a mix of both the things together and start adopting to it and start getting the advices and start putting uh, some of the things uh, together, it will definitely work. And lastly, I would rather say is just go with your instinct. There is nothing bigger than your own instinct. If you think it is going to work for you, it will definitely work for you. It has worked for me. I have, uh, you know, kind of, uh, there have been times that it was very tough for me also. It's very difficult to, you know, go into and uh, start opening up uh, such a platform where it, people uh, do not uh, believe that this concept will work. And now with after three years being in this journey, I know that, this is going to make a difference in a lot of people's uh, lives in the years to come. And that's the, the final message that I want to share it out to people at large. That is true. It's nicely said because uh, this is what I feel is right now where, you know, um, many entrepreneurs struggle is that, you know, they want instant success and yeah. there is nothing instant about success. It will, it will last for, you know, for a very short period of time. And then again, probably you will start getting demotivated again because things are not happening as per what you had thought. So yeah. I think patience is something which all entrepreneurs need to have to make sure that, you know, slow and wins the race is <laughs> something <laughs> that we all have learned in school. But uh, yeah, now because everything is available instantly, it's, uh, it's a challenge actually to uh, get the next generation to understand, you know, you need to put in some time to, you know, taste the actual success. Uh, no, Veronica, you rightly said it takes a lot of time and efforts as well as, right. uh, you know, internal uh, mindset. Um, I, I would say um, uh, for an entrepreneur, the biggest support he can develop for himself is to have a right mindset to do the things. Mm -hmm. If he's got that belief in himself um, and that is very important and that's the kind of advice I do get from my own mentors that if you believe that things will work, it will work. Whether it happens right. now in six months or six years, does not matter, but right. it will work. And that's True. the irony, uh, that's that's the main thing I would say Steve, a person should have uh, with him. That is true, that is true. So on this note, Sonal, thank you so much uh, for coming on Insider's Talk. And uh, I, you have showed me a different world to fashion industry. For me, fashion <laughs> is all about going online and buying stuff. So this is a complete world, which was, I think, a new door has opened up to me and I would be definitely uh, keenly following Sotex to learn more about Thank how so is much. it going. So 
So thank you so much for sharing your insights and uh, the valuable lessons that you have shared that you have, uh, you know, experienced in your journey. It was absolutely a pleasure having with uh, having a conversation with you, Veronica. So that's all from me today. I hope you enjoyed the interview and had some valuable lessons to take in with you and the stories inspired you and you found it interesting. I would be coming with more new stories in the coming week. Every week, every Monday, you will get to hear from me from a new entrepreneur, their stories about their brands, about their insights on employment and few tips and tricks to get into entrepreneurship. Stay tuned. Stay safe and enjoy your life.